Welcome to our wake up call. <laughs> uh, I am very, very pleased and excited to have Daniel and Jana Junkins. Uh, they're going to share their story, tell us a little bit about what their experience has been like. And uh, I'm really excited. I really want to thank you all for coming on and sharing. Uh, Jana, if you want to go ahead and give us an idea of how things began for you. Mm, okay, sure. Um, my name is Jana Schulten, and I actually should be in a wheelchair by now. In March of 2000, I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, MS, and I was told that I'd be disabled within 10 years. So I decided to take my life by the bullhorns, and I became a vegan triathlete, a meditation guru, and I visualized my way into true health. And today I'm in benign status, I'm drug-free, and I'm a healthy endurance athlete. And I'm also married to this guy, Dan Junkins. <laughs> so my name is Dan Junkins. Um, <clears throat> I'm, I actually should be dead right now. Uh, in April of 2017, I was diagnosed with acute myeloid leukemia. Um, with just weeks left to live. Um, being a, a writer and a storyteller, um, I actually went through this process of finding and discovering this amazing story about peacocks. Um, peacocks actually kill and eat poisonous snakes for like, it's like a dessert. It's like sustenance for them. And they actually are able to shift that poison and create it and make it into their beautiful feathers and beautiful colors. So, um, literally found this out the night before my chemotherapy, which is where I was prescribed one of the strongest chemotherapy protocols in the cancer community. And just with a few weeks left to live, uh, they told her, but they didn't tell me. Which is good. That was probably a good I mean, thing. <laughs> for his mindset. <laughs> yeah. But I became, I really took on the peacock story and the peacock <clears throat> way of doing things like like I took it on for myself as a metaphor for the way I could approach the chemo um, and so the chemo happened I actually gained 30 pounds during the chemotherapy so did uh, I and Jenna did too <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm a today I'm a healthy long distance runner as I have been my whole life um, writing and sharing my story of hope and inspiration to those dealing with blood cancers or cancers in general and I'm married to this lad, and, uh, this woman. I'm sorry, I didn't <laughs> say lad. I went to say lady with a Y in the end. but I, I am a farm girl, but it's going a little too far. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Would you guys mind talking a little bit about the process of healing? I mean, I imagine, you know, getting news like that is devastating and uh, for sure life altering. So can you talk about the, the mental uh, challenges and how you overcame those, those hurdles? Yeah, I mean, mine, um, it took a long, I would say it took a long time. I went through the traditional Western medicine route of doing the um, drugs and um, 
just thinking I, I didn't have anything to do with it. And I was just helpless victim and, you know, being like, pobre, pobre, I love this word in Spanish, pobrecita, which means poor me. <laughs> I was really in that world and I was only 30 and I was just, you know, I was like pissed off as well. Um, and I, but I did this transformational course that really had me wake up and see um, see things about myself that I didn't see before. Mm -hmm. And um, specifically, I had a moment where with I was in this leadership program in that um, and I called up my coach in the program because I was having an attack of complete vertigo. I just woke up one morning, put my tennis shoes on and I fell over with complete vertigo. And I called up David and I said, David, what am I going to do? Um, I was supposed to lead an event that night. And, and he it was just really in my face. He was a former Navy SEAL. So um, he's like, do you realize that you have something to do with this and that you're you're the one that's causing this. And I'm like, what? I have nothing to do with MS. It just happens to me. I'm a victim. I can't do anything about it. And he's like, well, just consider that you are always there and you're the one, what are you saying to yourself? And I'm like, oh, well, it's just negative mind chatter. That's typical. And um, so he's like, just consider what I have to say and then maybe create something differently for you to live into and then call me back later. And I really couldn't do anything else because I was dead vertigo and it was like the bed, the whole room was spinning. So when I took a nap and then when I woke up, I, um, the attack was gone and I was like, holy crap, this must be what you call mind body medicine. And I was like, wow, that was profound because the attacks usually would last weeks to months at a time where I'd just be completely out and not able to function really well at all. Um, so that's when I started to look into mind-body medicine. And then I really started to pay attention to my thoughts and then who I was being and the, you know, the things I was saying to myself, which my mind, your mind is not your friend, usually, unfortunately. <laughs> um, you know, so um it really, I really altered, and then I looked at altering my belief around other people's stories. Um just, I mean, there's a lot of different things involved, but I really had a strong, I think the one of the reasons that, I mean, I went to work on visualization and it actually worked one, because I had the belief, I had a therapist who had shared with me about her patients drinking golf ball and baseball sized tumors. And I was like, oh, can I do that? And she's like, of course, <laughs> athletes use it every day. Why aren't you using it? We can use it. So, and it worked. I did a, a intense just visualization program with myself and with a tape or CD and um, every night before bed. And I just imagined happy healing cells. And I had an MRI schedule. That was how they measure you. And um, it actually worked when I had the MRI that the doctor was like, I don't know what you're doing. We're going to keep doing it. We're going to put you in a special study to figure out why. And I'm, I'm like, oh, it's shrinking. And because my lesions had shrunk. And he's like, wow, that's amazing. And almost all my symptoms had disappeared. So um, anyway, so that was, I mean, it's really profound. And that's when I was like, wow, well, if I can do this, then I can heal fully. Then that's when I started to look into other things. And I found this vegan triathlete because I was, only reason I was a triathlete is because the doctor told me I'd be disabled within 10 years. Honestly, growing, I grew up in Iowa and there's more pigs than people there and more pig swamps and no water almost. So I didn't know how to swim. 
And uh, that was not an ideal thing to pick, but it was fitness and health was like the ultimate thing to me. And that, that was my passion. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to lose this. I'm, I'm, I really, my why was so huge that that's why I really was committed and that I had the belief and the mindset um, that I could do this. So um, I just went to work and, you know, changed my diet against all odds and went from meat and potatoes diet to mostly plant-based and um, slowly, I did it slowly, but um, that along with my mindset work um, really made a difference and fully healed. And, and I'm finally got the benign status. It took them a decade, but um, I have no more symptoms. And um, my mission is intention is really to share with others that anything is possible for healing and um, your own health. If I could do it, then anybody else can. Mm, I love that. So, I love that. Yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah. Dan, you want to follow that story? Guys, I can't. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> That's a lot. Um, so I met Janet in 2005. Um, so I was witness to her own um, healing process. Um, the most dramatic part being her uh, commitment to basically have no drugs and then shift to uh, a plant-based diet um, as well as meditating and visualizing. Um, so uh, I was very present to the power of all that work just by the mere being a witness and being a partner mm -hmm. to that. Um, I myself was, I thought I was pretty healthy. Um, at the time she met me, I was working for a chimney sweep company in the greater Boston area. Um, and then eventually I was promoted to general manager and sales manager. So I was in this desk job, um, didn't like it all that much. You know, I was just paying the bills. Um, but I, you know, I was eating plant-based diet. I was, um, distance runner. Yeah, I was a long distance runner. I'd been that all my life. That was my real sport growing up. Um, and then, um, you know, quite a few years went by. And then in April of 2017, I, I came down with what I thought was the flu. And, uh, but I thought something might be off a little bit because after one week I'd lost 20 pounds. Um, I couldn't eat anything. I was eating a piece of toast and, and a tea every day. Um, but I was really fighting it thinking, oh, it's just the flu. I'd read the Boston Globe talking about the second <clears throat> that there was a flu epidemic going through the city. And I thought, okay, that's what it is, it's the flu. Um, I tried to go to work, couldn't get to work. And um, I just went back to bed and went to a doctor. The doctor looked at me and said, my God, he goes, you're white as a ghost. I've got to take a blood sample. So after the doctor visit, I went home. I woke up the next morning actually feeling refreshed. I don't know if it's just the phenomenon having seen a doctor. White coat mentality. <laughs> thinking, okay, I'm now okay. But I, I did feel refreshed and I was about to go out the door and all of a sudden a phone call from the blood lab called. Um, the lead technician was on the phone and he's like, are you Dan Junkins? I said, yes. He said, you've got to get to a hospital like now. He goes, your blood levels are really low. So just kind of in shock, Jan and I went to the emergency room just down the road from here. And 
they said, we think you may have leukemia. I mean, it, you know, when you hear those words coming, it's like coming out of left field. I mean, there's no family history. I mean, I felt I was a pretty healthy guy. Uh, so those words were like, shock. I mean, total shock. Um, so <clears throat> they asked, what was interesting is that it's a learning hospital. <clears throat> Beth Israel Deaconess Hospital in Boston is one of the best, um, but it's a learning hospital. So they have a wonderful way of interacting with you. They sort of inter interact with patients like their partners. So I started to have this sensation of feeling like, and I don't know what it is. Sometimes it could be just an amalgamation of your past history, the people that you know, how you feel. But I started to have this feeling of, wow, they're really trying to take care of me. And it was soothing to me. So going from shock to being soothed in just a few hours was amazing. And then Jana um, was there with me and they were taking multiple blood samples. Um, and I just started to feel better and better. Um, but what was really intriguing was that night after the doctors had come in and said, we're going to prescribe the toughest chemotherapy out there for you. Um, and I went into this sort of quiet meditative space, uh, just thinking about the whole day, thinking about my work, thinking about Jana, thinking about everything. <clears throat> and I just remember this mantra going through my head. It just, it could be that I had a background with, you know, my dad being an, uh, a writer, my mother being an artist and being surrounded by the arts and all these amazing stories. But, um, the mantra just came in out of nowhere and the mantra said dive into uncertainty with courage and surround yourself with love so um it was very inspiring for me i got the chills and that provoked me to find uh, a story that i read many years ago but i could only remember bits and pieces and it was um the peacock something about the peacock um, and it triggered me to sort of grab my laptop in the hospital room and sort of dig through it. And after a few hours, I finally discovered the story. And it's basically an explanation of the spiritual past in the Hindu religion. And it takes the, uh, a metaphor of walking down the path and finding a poisonous plant. And the four paths are one way to approach that is to remove the plant. Just like you come across a problem in your life, you resolve the problem, get rid of it. Uh, a secondary way is actually getting to the root of the plant and removing the root and the plant itself. Just like you get to the root of a problem so it doesn't occur again. The third way is the way of doctors and they actually have the capacity to convert the poison into medicine. Um, and then the fourth way was the one that caught my caught my attention, which was, and I had, didn't know this, I did more research after reading it, but peacocks eat poisonous snakes and they eat poisonous plants for sustenance. It's like dessert for them. And it really struck me because they then can take that poison and convert it into beautiful colors. And it's almost like they, they are energized from it. And I took a lot of solace and just felt so much better that I could approach the chemo like a peacock. So I did. And the other thing is, is that Jana has a background in PR work. 
And, and marketing. she, she yeah. basically rallied all of the communities in our lives that we had ever experienced or been around from our past or present. And basically come visit them, you know, ask them, bring some energy, good, bring some good vibe, energy, you know. you know, have it be like a, be at the community level. And I was really deeply impacted by that, that it wasn't just about me dealing with a diagnosis, but this was like an expression of love to expand out there and let people know, Hey, I'm alive. You're alive. Let's, let's get together and just celebrate this thing we call life. And so we took this as an opportunity to sort of get the word out, but at the same time, just like create community, have it be about people sharing and being a part of it all. So that it's more than just a diagnosis. It was more of a, an expression of, Hey, we're here. This is a short life on this planet. Let, let's enjoy it while we got it. Um, and then I also had a, the, a friend who took on, I actually took on doing a song of the day. So I posted on Facebook every day and then people started doing the same back to me. And it was just this amazing process of creating community and having people share in the whole process and be a part of this big and contribute, family. right? And people contribute. Contributed food, food, cleaning, help me clean. Cause they said that house needed to be clean as a, as a hospital when they came home. And I was like, mm. <laughs> that's so yeah. my friends helped with that. And it was just amazing how people helped and came out and helped however they could. So I got people making drawings and cards of peacocks. I was plastering them all over my hospital room. <laughs> you know, it was crazy. It was fun. I enjoyed it. It was wonderful. So um, I, it became a, a, a different phenomenon than just someone sitting in a room trying to get well wanting to get out of a hospital i actually created it in such a way that i didn't want to leave the hospital it was funny <laughs> that's great i love that i love the the peacock store it's very alchemistic and uh, mm. i kind of definitely get that vibe from um, both of you uh, from mm. what you've been through so you want to tell us a little bit about what you're working on now and how uh people can uh can engage with you Oh, sure. Um, we've, we've created um, programs and um, hopefully live events <laughs> the next year. Um, that, um, but right now we're working on, we're launching our books. So mine's launching February 1st. And I do have a giveaway uh, for people in your audience. And um, essentially it's, it's four mindset hacks that would improve your health. And um, if you go to my website, that's where you can get those and you can contact me there as well. It's janasholton.com. I'll spell it because it's J-A-N-A-S-C-H-O-L-T-E-N.com. And um, so you'll get the PDF once you sign up for my book launch, which is launching and you get pre-launch news as well. So, and I'm going to have um, different events before the launch, like a, a, a doctor led talk and um, just different events leading up to the launch. So Stay tuned and <laughs> check it out. I'll be sure that your name is spelled correctly in the show notes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and then for me, um, I am also coming out with a book. Uh, my, the name of my book is actually called Peacocks, Poison and Leukemia, A Life of Vibrant Health. Um, and you can, to get the book um, or to get more information from me, just go to my website, which is danieljunkins.com. So it's my name spelled out D-A-N-I-E-L. J-U-N-K-I-N-S.com. Um, and my book is coming out February 8th. So 
We'd love to have people just come to it, sign up for it. Um, and it's just as easy as going to the websites and just putting your name in and, and your info. And then we can shoot you our free gifts. Jenna has her mindset hacks. And then I have got uh, the 10 best tips to living a vibrant, healthy life um, as well. So that's what you can get right now and work all the books are really a distillation of the future programs and, and workshops that we're wanting to create as we go forward. With memoir in it. Yeah. That's beautiful. Well, I love it. Thank you so much, so much for sharing your story with us and, you know, uh, wish you a very rich year and lots and lots of success. Everybody be sure to go and follow Dan and Jana, and I'll make sure that your names are <laughs> properly spelled in the comments below. <laughs> Great. Thank you. And uh, all the links are available. Thank you so much for all the work that you're doing, y'all. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. Thanks for being here. Thanks so much for checking out this episode. Send us your story. We'd love to hear it. We'd love to share. Be sure to subscribe and rate the podcast and check back often for more great content, bluecollarmystics.org.